Welcome to 222 Paranormal Podcast with your host, Jen and Joe. Oh, welcome back, everybody. It feels like we've been gone for months and months and months, but we really haven't. No. Joe and I were on a tropical vacation. Yes. A family vacation. Went to St. John's again. Um, got to go to some haunted sugar plantations. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Look forward to uh, a future episode all about that. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm working on amazed. that. But last week we had Christopher Tillman on. Oh my gosh. For a two-parter. Amazing. That was great. I tell you, I, I enjoy talking to Chris and just reminiscing about the places that we've been in. Yeah, for sure. And our listeners love that episode. They It went sky high. So thank you, everybody, for downloading, listening, probably listening once or twice. And if you haven't hit that subscribe button yet, do it right now. It's either subscribe or follow. It's called the same thing. And uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell and give us a thumbs up on this video. It really means a lot to us. Please and also, thank you. In the show notes, I'll have the link to our Patreon page. Yes, for sure. And um, just listeners, I want to let you know, I almost became a ghost on our <laughs> vacation. <laughs> I almost died twice. <laughs> um, I uh, almost got ate by a shark. Yeah. <laughs> I'm exaggerating a little bit. But no, a five-foot shark swam right next to me. I'm you ever see one a fat girl swim fast? <laughs> Woo! I would made it to the shore in record time. <laughs> but anyways, uh, on our episode today, we have a really special guest. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to talk to her. We have Sin Schrader Hill, uh, who is um, r- tied to the Old Fayette Hospital, and this is in Lincoln County. She's an author mm-hmm. of multiple books which we're really gonna dive into here she's had numerous paranormal experiences and does a lot of work with evps which i'm really excited about hearing all about I love those evps i do yeah you know right before i came here um i was i had the spirit box because it was in my suitcase because joe and i took all our ghost hunting mm-hmm. equi- equipment with us to the tropics uh, and i was like okay i'm just gonna turn it on the house i was trying to get some um, communication going in my back bedroom, which, you know, you guys heard on other episodes, you know, we've had some investigations in there and there's always seemed to be a lot of activity and seeing a lot of um, strange and unusual things there, but just um, random hits, you yeah. know, on the spirit box, nothing um, too definite, but I'll try again yeah. later tonight. And when we were in the island, at the old sugar plantation, did you get any creepy feelings or anything while we were there? <laughs> yes, but not from the ghosts, from oh, really? the living. So we walk up and there's this just massive, what would you call it, Joe? Windmill? It's, yeah, Is it's the remnants windmill? of the windmill. And, you know, stone and coral, I can't, 60 foot high maybe? Probably about that, yeah. Um, structure. And then the bottom part is all hollowed out because that was... Obviously, where maybe they had human or animal labor, mm-hmm. you know, twisting the windmill to crush the sugar cane. And we walk up and we're like, we can smell sugar cane. It's been 200 <laughs> years. This is crazy. I'm like, smells really sweet. What's going on? Here was this guy. He was a local. Yeah. Inside this thing. I don't know if he was homeless or not, or if he had just stopped in there maybe to get out of the rain. And they were smoking a great 
swisher sweet yeah. heat. Was Maybe you're smoking sweet. something else inside of it, but uh, <laughs> but <laughs> Joe walked up right on it and he's in there and Joe's like, Oh hey man, how's I, it going? I walked in the little window thing and jumped yeah. down to the but I look up and there's he's sitting there smoking a cigar. And I'm like, hey man, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> He's probably stoned up his butt. And, and Joe, here we are going, you can still smell the... <laughs> oh my God, we just stuck our foots right in our mouths there. But, you know, it's what we do. Yeah. Well, it was amazing. Um, I'm, You know, I'm really looking forward to talking to Sin um, on, you know, her experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime you get into an old haunted abandoned hospital, I'm, I'm not even sure if it's abandoned. It could still yeah. be in action. Um. There's just bound to be tons of experiences and hauntings. Okay, so let's get Sin in here and welcome to the show. So we, glad to have you. you. It's amazing. I was, Not as glad as I am to be here. <laughs> I've been watching some of your other videos and stuff, and I'm like, I really am excited to get you on the show. Yeah. We want to hear Thank all you. about <laughs> your story and all these books and... Paranormal investigations. Yeah. Yes, yes. When, <laughs> when do you have time to yourself? I right? mean, yeah. <laughs> you're a very busy woman. Yeah, it's uh, that's when I do find time to myself, I'm asleep. So, oh, okay, that's <gasps> my favorite activity. <laughs> Except for the ghosts keep waking me up in my house, they're scaring me this week. Uh, it's like, oh no, you know, you you leave for a few, like, when we were gone seven days, mm-hmm. it's like now they're like, hey, hey, we're still here. <laughs> They were maybe. A oh, little like I'm trying to get some sleep. <laughs> do you have Do you have anything that ever follows you home? I I did have oh. something that followed me from a location that I didn't get too far from the location. Mm-hmm. And I knew something oh, was with no. me, and it's because I'd forgotten to say a closing prayer. Uh, yeah. Sometimes so you get tired. I, I got you're so tired at the end of an investigation, you just forget to do it. And then you're like, oh, no, Uncle Charlie's in the back seat coming home with me. <laughs> Uncle Charlie. It might be a several Uncle Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Just never... I, I did have, I did have uh, a spirit follow me home from a vacation once. Oh. So I mean, you just got back. But um, this, I got sick on uh, a vacation. We went up to my husband's. Uh, family Mm -hmm. and they're mostly in Pennsylvania. So we made a trip up there and we, as we finished with the family, we went down to Pittsburgh and I got food poisoning and that kind of sidelined me for 24 hours. And then we were up again and going and we went through Lancaster County and over to Valley Forge and Gettysburg and Philly and, Mm. you know, just had a great time. Then came back through Shenandoah, but, while we were at Valley Forge, it was one of those really hot, muggy days, and I found the air conditioner in the guest, the um, the uh, visitor center. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I got, I got to sit here for just a second. <laughs> I, I thought I was over everything, but it's not quite done. And he said, yeah, I'll go get the truck, and I'll come pick you up. And so I got in the truck once he was there, and we left. The rest of the trip over to Gettysburg and Philly were uneventful. We had a great time. We even had a Philly cheesesteak. So, you know, no problems whatsoever all the way home. And then after about two or three days when we got back to Tennessee in our home, I noticed something was different. And I kept 
hearing something that I normally didn't hear. Now, let me preface to say we had a ghost cat oh. at the time. I already, I already knew that. Mm -hmm. And my husband, when I brought it up to him, uh, I had felt, I thought my cat had jumped up on the bed. I hadn't moved my cat in yet. We had just gotten married. I was still mm -hmm. moving my stuff in. I wanted Bella to be the, you know, mm -hmm. comfortable when she moved in. So she was not there yet. Mm -hmm. And I felt this cat jump up on the bed and I was almost asleep. He was already out. I was almost asleep and I kind of smiled and, oh, Bella wanted to sleep at my feet. Wait a minute. Bella's not here yet. <laughs> Oh my that was not here yet. And so a couple of, you know, a couple of days later it happened and he had not fallen asleep yet. And I said, did you feel that? And he goes, uh-huh. And I said, what was it? And he goes, I don't know. And I said, have you felt it before? Yes. Oh. All, you know, very short answers. Yeah. And I said, were you going to say anything? And he goes, uh-huh. And I said, I what were you that. waiting for? He said, you to tell me. And I oh. said, well, you know what it is. Nope. And I said, we've got a ghost cat. Huh. And I, he said, I have felt it a lot, oh a lot. And so, so we had the ghost cat. Now, when we came back from vacation, something else was with us. And I got, I waited for him to go to work because he's just not into this. Like, oh, I am. okay. Okay. And Started, I started asking questions and went through this whole barrage of uh, instruments and everything and found out I had a nurse mm -hmm. that really? latched onto me oh. around the Valley Forge area. Oh, oh my gosh. And since I was still sick, she came with me. Mm -hmm. That's why I was feeling so much better the oh rest of the gosh. time. And she wanted to stay a while. So after about, uh, it was two, two, maybe three months, I got this uh, kind of antsy feeling like she's ready to go. Yeah. She's ready to go. And I contacted a friend and said, what do I need to, to do? She's so sweet and she's, she's not hurting anything. I don't, don't care that she stays, but I kind of feel like she's ready to go. Mm -hmm. And Mark told me, Mark is the one that does my illustrations and the covers on my book. Oh, okay. So Mark, Mark said, just wish her on her way. Thank her very profusely, mm -hmm. you know, all that good stuff and just tell her if she wants to go she is welcome to go and that's what i did oh, okay and it was almost almost instantaneous within that next day or so that mm -hmm. things were different oh my gosh so much so different that the cat was gone too oh. they hooked up <laughs> and she took the cat i love that that's amazing that is so interesting. That's sweet. It, that is yeah. so cool. I love that. So she, you know, she's got a little visitor with her. You want to hear a coincidence? Which you keep you keep mentioning the word Valley Forge. Joe and I grew up. Our street that we grew up in, in the house my mom and dad built, was called Valley Forge Drive. Yeah, isn't that weird? Really? <laughs> yeah. Was it haunted? No, no. not at all. <laughs> but what's interesting though, there's been several times. Um, throughout the years where like I heard my name called and I went downstairs and nobody was there. My mom's heard her name called mm -hmm. nobody there after my dad passed away. Um, my mom had a couple little things happen, you know, like in the house, but, um, it, yeah. And I don't know. Did you ever have any 
No. Weird. No. no. Joe, Joe's back, like the anti-ghost magnet. Nothing ever happens. The thing is, back when I <laughs> when I lived there, I was not into ghosts or anything. I was into UFOs and stuff, mm-hmm. but not to the point where I looked for them or yeah. that. You know, I was just interested. But I was going to ask you if your real cat interacted with the ghost cat, but it was already gone by... She, when she moved in, um, that now Bella was here at that time okay. and she never acted strangely. She mm. never, now she would stare off, you know, how they yeah. stare yeah. off or they look up, things like that. But she was never threatened. As a matter of fact, she wants to be on camera right oh, now. Oh, yes. <laughs> Put the star and of the so, show on the camera. Ah, oh, Bella. There's Queen Bee. Oh, my there's gosh. She's so cute with her little white socks on. <laughs> she's, she's a mess. She's a mess. She'll be, uh, let's see, 13 this oh, year. Oh, wow. So, she's a light. Yeah, yeah. She's cute. No, uh, no she, she never... Hmm. acted weird of any any kind so there was not a problem ever they got along evidently yeah because i always thought about that and you know it didn't really it popped in my mind when you're talking about that because i wonder if people do have issues where their pets are interacting with you know either ghosts or ghost animals you know it's i bet so i would imagine so yeah um, i think so Mm -hmm. i think so the um fourth book I wrote was signs from beyond mm-hmm. and I got a lot of animal stories yeah. some of them uh, their dogs that had passed mm-hmm. and had checked back in cats that had passed and um, then along with the um, the bird sightings you know the red cardinals or mm-hmm. the yeah. doves yeah. or the hummingbirds things like that but there were and I'm I'm making a sequel to that book right now and okay. already have ghost cats and nice. ghost dogs. Um, so I just, I love it. Yeah, it's my, amazing. My best it's friend amazing. Dana opened up her tattoo shop and um, she has four of them, but the one tattoo shop in Whitmore Lake is geared for women that had breast cancer and they do oh, nipple nice. tattoos basically for women that, and she gets people all over the country coming in, but when we were working on it, we had things happen in that building. And after they got up and running, they saw a ghost cat. Mm-hmm. They had a ghost cat walk through the building a few times. And she actually had her husband have to sit down and have a talk with ghost cat. And, you know, cause it was freaking out the people that worked there. Yeah. The tattoo artists would see like their paper towel rolls just being like pod. <laughs> like a normal, you know, behavior. Yeah. Of a cat. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, this is great. that's awesome yeah that's awesome yeah we saw joe and i saw ghost cat in the shanley hotel in new york and um oh gosh i don't know five or six or seven years ago yeah it's been a while we saw a ghost cat go around a corner in this it was a historic haunted hotel i was like very cool it was like a black cat and went around the corner and just dissipated Mm -hmm. it was like nice we're all like okay this is gonna be a good night (laughs) Yeah. Tell, tell us a little yeah. bit about your experiences at the hospital. Yeah, so we want, yeah, we want to hear the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, that is one of the creepiest places oh. I've ever been in. I was born there. Oh, Most okay. of the people in this county mm-hmm. were born there, had relatives die there, you know, were sick there. I had to stay a, a week up there one mm-hmm. time when I was a little girl. So, you know, we've just got 
a lot as a county invested in that old building. Mm -hmm. And some of the stuff is residual. There is a residual nurse for sure up there. We have never, um, now I don't say for, I can't say for sure, Mm -hmm. but in my head, she's residual because we've never caught her talking. We've never caught her on camera. Mm -hmm. We've never caught anything but the scent of this God awful 1970s Avon. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Just strong floral fragrance. And it's just uh, almost overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And you know, she's around when you smell that. It's like a mix of roses and gardenias and just really strong. I know what you're talking about. My mom sold Avon (laughs) in the 70s and and into the 80s. And I was like, I know know exactly what to talk about. (laughs) Yeah, some of them are like that. Some of them are nice and and subtle, but not this one. And this nurse evidently wore it every day. She was she's always up on second floor around the operating rooms, but I have also um, smelled that odor Mm -hmm. on the first floor, Mm -hmm. like she was going to the administrative offices for something. And for our listeners, that's odd. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit of like the physical structure of the building? building? Okay. It, when it first started, it was not a hospital. Mm. It was a boys dormitory. And then it became a college for teachers. So a lot of my relatives, ancestors, um, and we're talking early 1920s. And I think it was, it was in the college itself was called Bryson college. And it was in there until early 1930 where it moved to Erskine, I think is how you pronounce it, over in one of the Carolinas. And it's a Presbyterian college now. So while it was the teaching college, it had, of course, all of your um, older people. And back then they weren't. Mm -hmm. But I I can, I can, it's, it's like my, it would be my great, great aunts and uncles that were there and they were in different clubs after that it actually became the hospital the hospital moved down from where the newspaper is in town and went to that area and then they started adding on to it so this hospital has been added on i know three times and i want to say a fourth time Mm -hmm. there are five basements in this thing oh my goodness None of them connect. None of them connect. The oldest one is in the very center of the hospital. And that was the front steps of the Bryson College. Okay. And then it became the furnace room area. And there was a group of, and my great uncles were in it, the furnace room loafers club. And they had this song, uh, let's all pass around the bottle, let's all take a drink. And it's, you can pull it up on YouTube. It's this old 1920s thing that they Mm -hmm. would sing. And that was their motto. That was their little song that they did. So we've got all that mixed in. 
there was also a group of three men, and I don't know if they were there the entire time, but at one point they had a group called the Unlucky 333 Club. (laughs) And it was the three men. And I think they wanted to appear ominous because they were shown, of course, everything was black and white photographs, but they were shown photographed in long coats and no smiles whatsoever. And they said that they met every Friday night at midnight in the cemetery. Oh. So we don't know if that was just for show or Mm -hmm. if they were into something just a little bit dark. We do think that one or two of those men are still Mm -hmm. there. Okay. That'd be interesting. Um, There's, yeah, there's too much that's been going on related to the old college that would be around that club. So we think that they they were still there. At one point in time, after all these renovations and after the hospital closed down, it it actually closed down the day before 9-11. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, just odd, Mm -hmm. very odd. And after that, of course, people would break in and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. There was at one point, point some kind of salt circle done on the second floor uh, west wing and after we got started investigating up there i had i i can't see a lot of ghosts but i can Mm -hmm. tell if something's around Mm -hmm. me sometimes not all the time but i knew something was around me and i said follow me come follow me and that's usually what i'll say if i mm-hmm. feel something come follow me i'm just taking pictures come with me well this particular guy that was there on the west wing said most people don't let me out oh <laughs> oh and you're like well. so I found out. yeah something was up there and i don't know why the chalk circle was done mm-hmm. but maybe something to do with that that particular area had at one point held some psychiatric patients Mm -hmm. um it was also a detox area okay so i don't know if any of that is related at all and since the salt circle was done Mm -hmm. i really we can't undo it we don't know why it was done who did it what was said anything so whoever's up there on that west wing is just stuck yeah oh wow interesting you know maybe do you have any psychics or mediums that you work with that maybe be able to contact okay yes mark um mark Mark has been up there several times Mm -hmm. and um he he says yeah they're just they're there he says they're he says they they have become used to the idea now Okay. So they're not mad okay. mm-hmm. and they're just there. Okay. Um, we have had, and you know, when we have groups coming in from all over the country, you don't know what they all do. Oh yeah. yeah. You don't, you don't stay for their investigations mm-hmm. when they pay for an overnight. Mm-hmm. You don't know what everybody does. And some maybe have open things and mm-hmm. then didn't close them back. So we have got some strange little things wandering around. Mm. There's one that we call the creeper and my videographer actually captured it. You can go to <gasps> elkvalleyparanormal.com. Okay. 
and see the full spectrum video. Also, slowed it down because this little thing is fast. Okay. And it's through two doors, so you got to catch him right as he's going. It's just as the camera pans, it's going across. It doesn't want to be seen. And he, to me, it reminds me of a cross between the Michelin Man and the Stay Puff Marshmallow oh, Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's maybe three and a half tall uh-huh. and he does not want to be seen but he is all over that hospital oh, really? all over it that's so interesting yeah this, this is the the risk you run you know when you have that many people coming through you know different groups or whatever you don't know if they're just there to ghost hunt or are they there to do you don't whatever know. Yeah. <laughs> you know and I will say that most of the groups that have come in, and like I said, they're from all over the country, mm-hmm. they have been legitimate groups. Mm-hmm. Now, the people that before this new owner had the hospital that had broken in to do things mm-hmm. like that salt circle, maybe some of this stuff happened at that point. Sure. Um, you know, because a lot of people, when they're starting out, they don't know to close investigations yeah. they don't know mm-hmm. to close mm-hmm. recording sessions they don't know to close anything like that anytime you're talking to spirit the most important thing to do is to close that conversation yeah. when you're mm-hmm. done otherwise you can have hitchhikers and you can have things popping through and some of those things you really don't want to pop through mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah i mean all night long you're saying come talk to us talk through this device you know light up the light whatever and then at the end of the night the spirits are like, well, you told me to do this, you know, and I I think also lots of times these paranormal groups, they don't do their research enough to where they know, like you said, to close out the session. They see the TV shows and all that, and they, and they don't, because a lot of TV shows, I don't see them close out sessions on there. Mm-hmm. And no. um, they see this and they think, well, that's the way to do it. But you've got to do your research. you got to. You know, if you're, gonna, right. if you're going to call yourself paranormal you know, investigator, you got to act like one, you know. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, we had one big group come down for TV. And I don't know if I can mention names yeah. or not. Yeah. We had Ghost Adventures go okay. through the old hospital. Mm-hmm. And they put four days down. They were going to investigate the hospital and get everything done in four days. Okay. So that should tell your listeners, okay. So a 40 to 45 minute show mm-hmm. is filmed over a four day ish period. Yeah. And they get, that's everything mm-hmm. from, you know, talking to the locals to going through the actual structure to mm-hmm. getting all of the, oh, what was that? Yeah. You know, <laughs> bro, <and> Aaron, <laughs> <every day. laughs> right. let's, let's send him in there now. And yeah. that kind of thing. But it's all over four days. Now, when they came in, they did have a script. Yeah. And the script had nothing to do with Lincoln County or the hospital. Nothing. And after the third person said, you don't need a script. Mm -hmm. All you got to do is go in and start filming and have your recorders going. And after the third person told them that, they were like, you know, maybe we should just go in. And they threw their script down, Mm -hmm. which I was so glad because honestly, that is one of their better investigations that they've got on Mm -hmm. television. And I, they did get everything done in the, uh, I want to say by the B 
beginning of the third day. Okay. So the fourth day, they left and went to the Space and Rocket Center in Huntsville oh, okay. and <laughs> let their all of their other people finish up mm-hmm. whatever else had to be done and cleaning up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So your, your main characters on your shows they don't stay the whole yeah. time, right. most likely. Yeah. And Jeff was they, Jeff was probably like, "You threw my script on the floor." Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But right? you know, and that's the thing too is, like Ghost Adventures. Sometimes they'll do an investigation, and then a couple of months later, go back to that location, and you know, they have the continuity people to make sure that they're same clothing, same hair, all you know. And um, people don't realize that it does take a lot of work to do these shows and a paranormal investigation. You're not going to go. I mean, you're going to go into some places that are like active right away, but most of the time you're not, you're sitting in the dark, you're listening for a knock or something for hours. <laughs> and, and you have all those camera running the EVP stuff. You have the microphones, all that has to be, you know, listened to very carefully for that stuff. Mm-hmm. hours and <laughs> and there's a lot of times that we go and investigate and have excuse the phrase mm-hmm. dead nights yeah. yeah just nothing happens mm-hmm. nothing happens and then there are other nights you go in you might get one little evp but you might hear some footsteps and some knocking and that kind of thing um it's not a glamorous life mm-hmm. <laughs> you're sitting in the uh, dark right. and old <laughs> Old, dusty, moldy, wet buildings and, yeah, (laughs) concrete. And uh, it's not comfortable. It's not comfortable. But it is exciting. And it it can be really exciting. Mm -hmm. But not every investigation is like that. No. Mm -hmm. Do you have any... um, inkling that maybe the paranormal activity is higher on certain times of the month i'm thinking maybe like on the full moon or around the moon cycle we love to go on full moon nights tends to um not only potentially wrap ramp up Mm -hmm. activity but it i'm also in healthcare. So say no more lunacy, right? (laughs) Yeah. We did a whole show on it. Full full moons really bring out the craziness. Oh yeah, for sure. It just brings out the craziness. You know, um, one thing about the old hospital that it doesn't matter about the moon so much, but around Christmas time Mm -hmm. after Thanksgiving and the month of Christmas or month of December Mm -hmm. up until um, the new year, I guess, because of all of the happy party-ish mm-hmm. kind of times that were there at the hospital, you know, people would bring candy and mm-hmm. cookies and everything. And people were generally happy and, you know, had were full of goodwill instead mm-hmm. of the rest of the year when they were like, ah, got to go to work, <laughs> right. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So we've, we've had a lot more activity around the Christmas time of year or yeah. at the hospital. Okay. That's interesting. You know, it's a, it's a highly emotional time. You know, people are celebrating. They're sad because their loved ones, you know, might not be with them. You know, you have people in the hospital that maybe like don't want to be there at that time. They'd rather be home. So 
you know, what's really fascinating, you know, with any type of hospital, there's just so much emotion from one end of the spectrum to the other. You have the life and death and the happiness and sadness. And, you know, you have the patients who are sick, but the workers that are there. And, you know, I always think it's um, one of the best places to investigate is old hospitals. Love it. Mm-hmm. It is, and and not really just old hospitals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the people are always talking about. Um, did you hear about the new hospital? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Second floor, second floor is haunted yeah. over there. So it's not just old hospitals and old buildings. Mm-hmm. Hauntings can take place anywhere at any time. Yeah, mm-hmm. wherever emotion is yeah. growing. Sure. Yeah. Or have, not, you know. Yeah. Have you ever used that song as a trigger, that song you were telling us about, that drinking song, as a trigger object? Think on- we have we have actually played it in that basement. Oh, okay. And gotten several, uh, it, uh, no, no specific names or anything like that, mm-hmm. but you could tell it ramped everything up. You know, when the electricity kind of rises in the mm-hmm. room, you just kind of feel yeah. staticky. Mm-hmm. So that kind of thing, um, extra knocks were going on. Um, there were a couple of whispering EVPs okay. that evidently knew what we were pra- uh, playing that for. Hmm. I don't know who they were, yeah. anything mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, a lot of times we do use music. And um, we've got a good friend, Keith Ramsey. He was actually uh, on, was it uh, Dirty South Paranormal? Was that what it's called on the sci-fi? I think so, yeah. Um, yeah. He was with the Bama Boys. And okay. Keith is a real good friend of ours with us a lot to the hospital. And, of course, he's a guitarist. Mm-hmm. And we'll bring his guitar quite often really? and play. Oh, wow. And Sometimes, you know, sometimes, depending on, I guess, the night, um, we'll we'll have him play whatever, and then he'll end with um, Amazing Grace. Mm. Now, sometimes the spirits ramp back up with Amazing Grace, mm-hmm. but then other times everything just dies. Wow. So, so cool. you never know yeah. what you know, what mm-hmm. can trigger, what, what can wake things up more for you mm-hmm. or not. You just never know. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been anything like really scary that, you know, people like ran screaming and <laughs> didn't come back to their investigation over or is there um, any? In maybe, my group? Yeah. In the, mm-hmm. from the hospital. I, well, and this was at the hospital my co-founder had mm-hmm. an experience one night and it was during a public ghost hunt. So we had three groups coming that night. We had already done one. We were in the middle of the second one and this is 10 people mm-hmm. in each group. Okay. So we gave them, I can't remember. I think it was a three. It was a long night. Okay. It was a long night, but we gave them a certain amount of time we're done with the first group. We were in the middle of the second one, almost done. And Sean comes downstairs and said, I got to go. <laughs> you can't go. We got another group coming in. And, oh, no, I got to go. I can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't. What happened? I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, after the fact, Yoda and Matthew, two other members, came up to me and said, did Sean tell you? Sean won't tell me anything. <laughs> what happened? 
he said, we don't know. We don't know. So I ended up writing about this in, the, in my first book. It was, it's called Time Warp. For some strange reason, there was some kind of warp on the second floor. And the second floor is notorious for weird things happening mm -hmm. at that old hospital. Sean was leading this group. And they had gone lights out so you could kind of look for shadows mm -hmm. and see if anything, you could see anything. So they were walking single file and had gone up one stairwell at the west end and we're coming all the way down. We're going to walk all the way through to the east end and go down that stairwell. And Sean was leading. Yoda and Matthew were toward the back, making sure everybody stayed together. And Matthew said, Sin, he said that the, the hallway never opened up. It, it just never opened up. And what he meant, once you get to the elevator area, there's a big space. Okay. It's, it's uh, probably had even couches and things there at one time. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. But um, it's a bigger space. He said, we never opened up to the elevator area. Oh, wow. We just ended up at the other end. Well. He said, I don't know what happened. And Yoda goes, but, but wait a minute. The, the something else happened. And he said, no, we went up at the other stairwell and Matthew, no, that's hmm. not what happened. Well, Sean comes back in and he said, did you see the little boy? <laughs> and they went, no, he said, I was seeing a little boy at the very end and looking around to see if anybody else had seen it. Nobody was making any kind Aww. of weird accusations. He said, I was following that little boy the entire way. So three different things happened during the same, uh, maybe 15 minutes. Oh, wow. And they, they, they cannot, they still don't really like to talk about it, especially mm -hmm. Sean. He's mm -hmm. like, mm -mm, I, I don't know what happened. It's just, it just something happened. I don't know. I yeah. don't want to talk about it. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And those were three that I trust yeah. with what they were telling me. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. It's like I, a time yeah. slip. Yeah. Or like you said, a portal or something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, something. So we know that you have several books, which I love because I love authors. <laughs> tell us a little bit more about like what your books entail or tell our listeners. We know, but, um, you know, what, what the books are about and, you know, are they fiction, nonfiction? Okay. The premise? There is, there is one fiction mm -hmm. and it's, it, is the green that I did with Mark. He's, and actually he's the one I told you that does mm -hmm. my covers yeah. and the illustrations inside. And that's the only fiction we did. And we just wanted to see if we could do it, yeah. honestly. And everything else is true short stories. Okay. The, the first book was not supposed to be my first one. My third one was supposed to be my first one, but I couldn't figure out how to do it. So mm -hmm. I just went ahead and did 23 short stories, Time Warp included from the old hospital. Um, there are 18 of those are in this county. Okay. Things that have happened to me and my friends and teammates. 
the other five, one was even on uh, vacation in Helen, Georgia, when my, my husband and I went and stayed in a cabin. Mm-hmm. So it's just a little, you know, everything that's happened to me and my friends. Then we did the fiction book. Then the third book, which was supposed to be my first one, because I just couldn't figure out how to do it. It's they're speaking. Are you listening? And it has over a hundred EVPs in it. Oh my gosh! And you can go. These are these are investigations that I myself have been involved with, and you can and and the words that I have found because that was my thing. I like to find the EVPs. Mm-hmm. I like to work with audio. Yeah. So there are over a hundred in that book, and you can go to elkvalleyparanormal.com to the drop down menu in the evidence section for their speaking and actually listen oh, to all that's the EVPs. Cool. That is in yeah. Interactive so, with yeah. the book. So that's the third one. Now the fourth one was just thrown in my lap and I was I did not know mm-hmm. why until much later. It is book about signs from our loved ones mm-hmm. after they've passed, deathbed experiences, um you know, when they're, when they're just talking to somebody you can't see, mm-hmm. um, near death experiences, uh, ghosts coming back to say hello, uh, scents in the air, flowers, you know, um, cardinals, any kind of signs like that, mm-hmm. pennies, anything yeah. like that. So it's full of those. And it was just, like I said, God put it in my lap to write it. And I didn't have a lot to write about. Mm -hmm. I had a story about my mom falling and seeing my grandmother that had passed. And I had another story, you know, similar, but Mm -hmm. I needed more stories. And I just put a word out online and said, if you have anything, let me know. Mm -hmm. I had people from all over the country, even to have one from England. She wrote about her grandfather and his cat that they both came back and visited her. (laughs) So it was just an amazing experience Mm -hmm. to put that book together. Now I started it and I I meant to bring it, bring it out in 2020. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, all heck broke loose with mm-hmm. COVID yeah. and the world shut down. I lost motivation and just didn't get it back. Didn't get, have it back the next year. So in 2022, I started writing again. Mm-hmm. And a month later, my nephew died. Oh no. He was my mini me. Oh, I was training him. For my group, mm-hmm. he was only 19 and a half. He had started going on investigations with me. I was training him to be my videographer. Mm-hmm. He loved it. He was he was at every author signing. He would go around going, "You need to buy this book. This is my aunt's <laughs> book. You need to buy this." He was he was Aww. just wonderful. He was he was he was my baby. Um, I never had children, so I always thank mm-hmm. Susan for having him for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we lost him, and of course, motivation just went out the window again, and and anger, and just yeah. you know what? Why? Why? Why him? So, anyway, I guess it was just a two, three weeks later, it hit me. Oh, that's why I wasn't supposed to do the book in 2020. This is why it's mm. book. Okay. 
he started he started showing up wow. in ways unbelievable ways um the day he died i came back out to my truck and i have to look down i have total knees and one total hip so i have to look down to get in and out of my truck okay. just to be safe mm -hmm. and so there was nothing in the threshold nothing and i don't have loose coins i've got a coin purse in my purse and one in my console and they're not open mm -hmm. they're unless i get change back and put it in there so there was no and i was driving the truck my husband wasn't so the night before there was nothing there that day when i got out to go see him in the morgue at the hospital there was nothing there when i came back out after we had seen wyatt my husband had gotten there and i said um I told mom, you need to eat something. I've got mm -hmm. to get you something. And she said, ah, if you have to, I will, I'll drink a small milkshake. Don't <laughs> get me a medium. I'll mm -hmm. drink a little milkshake. Okay, Greg, will you go with me? So he went around to the passenger side and hopped in. As I opened my door, I just gasped. Oh, there was God. the shiniest new penny laying on my, in the threshold. Oh. Oh when I goodness. opened the door mm -hmm. and yeah. I wish I'd taken a picture of it, but mm -hmm. I didn't. I immediately reached down and said, pennies from heaven. Yeah. And Greg said, what did you just say? <laughs> and I said, pennies from heaven. And he went, there you go. Yeah. Oh but then I got thinking, you know what? It's too soon for Wyatt. He wouldn't do that. He wouldn't have left the penny, but my dad would have. Oh. Dad was a coin collector. Oh, okay. And wow. he be interested in collecting coins. Oh man! So, I dad had in my my heart mm -hmm. shown up to say, oh. "I'll look after him." Yeah. Oh, that's now so I didn't sweet. tell my mom that. I didn't tell my mom that. Mm -hmm. And the next day we were talking on the phone, crying, of course. Mm -hmm. And um. She said, I just don't understand it. I just, I just wonder what's going on. Mm -hmm. I wonder if he's seen Doug, my dad mm -hmm. or mother or, you know, who else? And I said, mom, um, I got, I need to tell you something. I need to tell you what I found. And so I told her about the penny and she goes, oh, I found a shiny penny <laughs> coming into the house yesterday. And I yep. said, okay, oh it was dad. Yeah. 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 So dad, dad was just yeah. checking in with both of us mm -hmm. saying, I, I got that. it. I got it. Yeah. Um, Wyatt has showed up to, in my, to my sister mm -hmm. in reflection first in, in uh, his favorite wolf painting. Oh my it gosh. was uh, a glass you know, mm -hmm. in case painting. And she happened to be walking back to her bedroom and saw his face. Mm -hmm. And oh, I got goosebumps. She, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, after yeah. that, she um, kept his door. It was just the two of them mm -hmm. living there. And he was such a good kid. He was working two jobs and then uh, going to college. And uh, he would, he'd say, mama, what do we need for utilities this month or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. He was helping with bills at that age. And so, you know, 
it was just unthinkable that he was gone. Mm -hmm. She finally, after uh, that week, after the funeral, after the visitation and everything, she decided she wanted to close his door and turn his light off. And that way it would keep the, his smell, you know, Mm -hmm. she could go in there whenever Mm -hmm. she wanted to. His room would be exactly the way he left it and she could smell him in there. Yeah. And so she did. Well, she came back through that evening and the dog and the cat were sitting right in front of the door, not barking, not meowing, nothing. They were just sitting there. And she said, what are you two doing? And they looked at her and looked back at the door. Didn't even Mm -hmm. give her, you know, much time at all. And she came up and his light was on coming. It was shining underneath the door. She opened the door and the light was on that she had turned off. Now he's had, he's got two lights in his room. One was a three-way switch Mm -hmm. that they only had a one-way bulb in. So you had to turn it, Uh you know, Mm -hmm. until it clicked at one time. The other one was a push pull, you know, push it on, Mm -hmm. push it off. One of those little push pin type. Mm -hmm. And both were off. He has he has turned on both of those okay. several times. Oh and he has opened his door several times. And that door was a bear to open and close. <laughs> it was um, it kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. And you would have to kind of wrestle it open and wrestle it closed. But he seems to answer his mother if she's having... Like she, she wasn't sure what to put on the back of his tombstone Mm -hmm. and she called it in and then she was feeling bad about it. And she called back. Now she had gone to get a glass of water. His doors closed Mm -hmm. and lights are off. And this was several months later, but she walks back through, goes back to her bedroom and thought, no, I'm going to call him back. She calls back and she says, "Uh, I want to put Wyatt's senior quote on the back mm-hmm. of the tombstone. Mm-hmm. And they said, okay. And it was something like, when you find the light inside you, never let it go out. Something uh, like that. Okay. She comes back out and his door is wide open. <gasps> oh my goodness. And it's like, yep. that's it, mama. Uh-huh. That's it, mom. So all of these stories started just falling into place. And that book, it's dedicated to Wyatt. Mm-hmm. It's his book. That's awesome. And it's beautiful. It was, heartbreaking mm-hmm. it was you know is but anyway um that was that book and i had so many people reach out to me about it that a sequel will be out this spring that's okay. great so it, yeah i've got more uh, people that have written in about that um this the last book i did was some of the darker investigations i've been on some of the ones that Ooh. you know <laughs> something wasn't quite right mm-hmm. about the place you investigated something was off something was very negative um like this one particular residential was she had been involved in black magic but swore Mm -hmm. you know it's all Mm -hmm. over i'm not doing that anymore but Mm -hmm. i've got grandkids now and i i'm haunted and i want to get rid of these spirits and not scare my kids and my grandkids Mm -hmm. okay and you're, you haven't done any of that. Oh, no, I threw those books away. They're gone. The Ouija board is gone. Everything is gone that I ever contacted anything dark. They're all gone. She lied. Hmm. 
And the spirits were telling us she was lying. That was one of my very first investigations. And that was when I was really trying to learn the Mm -hmm. audio, how to, how to download it and Mm -hmm. find all the voices. And I'd gotten better at it. So I could kind of understand what was coming out of the spirit box and everything she asked, they would say liar, <gasps> liar. Oh and I said, they're, they're saying, they're saying <laughs> you're lying. Yeah. I'm not lying. Who are you? I don't know you. And they would say, you called us and oh. all this stuff came up. So, you know, when I got home and I got everything gone through and all of these weird EVPs came out. You're never going to get rid of us. We're going to eat you. You're, you're going to be in the dirt <laughs> with us. Um, oh never get rid of us. They can't run us out of your house because you asked us here. And, mm. you know, all this horrible, some of it was really scary. And I called my, the, the head of the group at that point, it was the first group I was in. And I said, James, you're not going to believe some of these EVPs. Oh my goodness. And he said, what work? And I started reading him to him and he goes, Oh, wow. Wow. He said, well, you know, right before you called me, she called and said, she didn't want to know. Hmm. I said, really? Oh my really? Goodness. He said, she didn't want us to come back. I said, cause she knows mm-hmm. yep. the spirit had told us that she was lying the whole time, the whole time. So that's one of the stories in yeah. the book. That's crazy. And, you know, like, what if somebody buys that house from her and they move in and all of a sudden <laughs> the strange stuff's happening? You're like, yeah. oh, my goodness. Yeah, and yeah. see, I don't know that's... if she's even alive anymore. I have mm. no idea if she's yeah. moved. I don't know. No idea. But she didn't. she didn't want to know. Yeah, and you run because she did know. You run across that all the time doing investigations. I mean, we don't do residentials, but um, you run across that. I've heard talked to so many investigators that do residentials, and they'll say that the the people will lie to you and want you to come in their house to look at their ghosts, but yet, like you said, they're still encouraging them, or they're they don't want the ghosts to leave because. That's like their entertainment, you know? Right. And it's like. Right. And they might get scared of something that happened. Yeah. But they're not going to stop it anyway. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, one of, one of the cases that we came and I turned it down because of this, mm-hmm. they had bought an ovulus and were asking questions in their own home. Mm-hmm. They had no experience mm-hmm. whatsoever. And I said, Whoa. why are you doing that? Yeah. And what are you trying to find out? Well, we're just trying to find out, find out who's here. Well, you're opening up a door to not only the spirits that are there, Mm -hmm. but others to come in. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to stop that if you want us to come. And And they they wouldn't. It could be trickster spirits. They, you know, saying, oh, I'm a little boy or Mm -hmm. I'm a little girl or, you know, and they don't know what they're getting into. It's dangerous for you no. guys as well. I mean, dangerous for them, but it's also dangerous for, you know, the investigators that are going, if they're not telling you the truth, what's going on. Yeah. It just, we have, it's scary. It's yeah. some of it is just not, it's not worth it. It's mm-hmm. not worth, 
You know, we have a an extensive questionnaire mm. that we send out for residential mm-hmm. cases. And it's it's several questions and some of them, yeah, they don't apply and you can just say NA, not yeah. applicable. Mm-hmm. That's fine with us. You I just need you to answer as much as you can. Yeah. And the yeah. ones that go yeah. through and answer everything, I'll call and say, okay, what do you think about this part? What do you think about that part? And then we'll get something set up and go. But if they will not fill out the questionnaire, all they're wanting is a show. Exactly. Yeah. I don't have to time be entertained. To for a yeah. show. We've had, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, we like I said, we deal with a lot of groups and we've had groups say that they've showed up to investigations and the house is full of people because they invited all their friends over. Yep. To watch the ghost hunters, yes. you know, <laughs> and, and the what's, I just, just want to yeah. What's interesting is I I went with my friend on a case like that, and the just for very short, long story short, but <laughs> there was Santeria involved, and the oh. family members of this young brother and sister who were living in this apartment all showed up with alcohol and they were all smoking and they were just sit, like staring at us like watching us and we're like we're out of here like yeah this isn't what we signed up for because i didn't know who these people are or what they're up to you know and like coming in and drinking and you know it was, it was just a bad scene it turned out we had some really really strange things happen with that investigation but it's like they're putting us in jeopardy mm-hmm. because I don't, right. you know, I don't know what spirits they're bringing in, you know, <laughs> spirits and spirits, yeah. right? <laughs> like, no. Yeah. yeah. And we're trying to be serious and they're they all. What kind of know. ulterior motive mm-hmm. did they have? You know, it's just not worth it. Yeah. No. And it was dark energy too. And it, it was not, you know, like, oh, Uncle Charlie sitting in the rocking chair. It was like my friend got her back scratched terribly. Uh, you know, we're like, we're out of here. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. yeah. You know, don't and that's the hard part because you, there's people who legitimately need help and there's people who just want to, you know, okay, I've done this, but now you got to come clean it up. That's not how it works. No. You no. know, uh, one of the, one of the hardest cases we've ever had to be involved with was an older woman um, she had her son or not her son. Her son had died. Her grandson and his fiance, mm-hmm. they, they weren't married yet, but they had one child and another one on the way. And they were living together in this very small house, very cluttered, very, mm-hmm. um, it was just not a good situation. Mm-hmm. And the, the older lady, and I'm, I'm thinking older, I'm 60. So <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, you know, older used to be 30. Yeah. Right. No, not now. Not now. <laughs> older. I'm thinking in her eighties okay. and she had this horrible, horrible, horrible cough off this oh. real chesty bronchitis mm-hmm. um smokers uh, she needed oxygen cough mm-hmm. you know that kind yeah. of thing and she mm-hmm. had oxygen in her house so 
she was not a well person. And then the whatever was going on with this grandson and his soon to be wife had stirred up a lot of issues. But what we found out, the son, the I mean, excuse me, the grandson was on a, a ghost hunt mm. to find who had killed someone. <gasps> You know, mm -hmm. and you got kids. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and you got yeah. And the one spirit that was coming through was actually the older woman's mm -hmm. mother, and she was German. Mm -hmm. And so Oma was coming through, okay. oh saying, goodness. "If you're mine, you need to get married." Oh. Talking oh. about. <laughs> right yeah. and then something came up about ashes and i asked the the lady i said what's going on with ashes and she said well we had a group in here not too long ago um because of the disturbances and they said just to put the ashes in the closet okay what? What? I have an idea. <laughs> who who are the ashes? Yeah. And she said, she said, one is my husband, and one, um, I cannot remember who the second one was, but they were close to her. Hmm. And I said, um, how long is how long have you had those ashes in the closet? And she said, Oh, well, about the amount of time where all this stuff started ramping up, you think? Let's bring those ashes out. Yeah. I said, do you want them in the closet? She said, she said no. She said, I'd really like to have them out so I could say hi to them. Once. Mm -hmm. I said, let's bring those out. Let's bring those out. And everything died down. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. It's, you know, um, now this, the grandson was still had some things ramping up, but mm -hmm. we couldn't do anything to help him. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. It's we like, made, we made the mother feel better at least. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're a spirit and you get shoved in a closet. I mean, come on. I know. <laughs> like I want to sit here and watch TV, but you got me in the closet. It's not fair. Right? Yeah. You know, when she pulled out, when she pulled out his ashes, mm -hmm. um, she, I said, say whatever you want to and she said i miss you I, I just i love you i'm sorry and an evp we caught said love you hon oh that's awesome oh wow that's i amazing. love yeah. i tell you i love evps i do yeah we captured a lot we've we've captured a lot when we were doing our podcast actually mm -hmm. <laughs> you know like just random stuff yeah, right. it's crazy. I just feel that you just never know. You yeah, know. You never know. and I feel it's an easy thing for spirits to communicate through electronics because, I mean, we honestly don't know what ghosts technically are, but we have an understanding that it's something to do with electromagnetism. Mm -hmm. So I think it's an easy way for them to manipulate. Mm -hmm. What is going on? Okay, Something I'm sorry. Is Something is knocking in Joe's house, <laughs> and my phone just fell over, and I've got goosebumps. So. And I heard something over there, Yeah, too. there's something. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all happening <laughs> over <Nice>. here. <laughs> the one night. 
we had a wow. guest in the studio and um matter of fact he does evp and um trans i can't say that transcommunicational techniques and we kept hearing mm-hmm. a knocking in my other room and he he's like if you can hear us make another knock and sure enough we hear a knock well, come to find out, it's the refrigerator makes a noise, <laughs> so it's, wow. it wasn't. No. <laughs> but why? Why did my phone just fall over though? Yeah, I like I had I, my yeah. phone set up on the side and it just fell over. When that <laughs> fell over, I heard something this way and I heard something yeah. in the other room there too. It happens though, like you know, you know, when we're talking about <laughs> spirit and you're using electronic equipment to record, mm-hmm. it just seems like the like the spirits are curious about that, and you know, you're talking about ghosts, and then all of a sudden they kind of just are hanging around, like, what are you guys? <laughs> doing i think a lot See, of spirits are that's curious when you start weird. talking about spirits mm-hmm. and you know different uh things that have happened to you and me mm-hmm. and you know all of us that they kind of you know get a little closer and go yeah you want to hear something else you, hear <laughs> right? something, you know and just not why i'm let's, sleeping let's <laughs> but i mean if you're on the other side and no one's talking to you forever all of a sudden you got someone that you know can hear you yeah why not i i have i have wonder if people who are open to it or actively communicating or maybe have some type of ability or gift the spirits actually see like a light it's almost like a beacon or a a Mm -hmm. lighthouse you know like they're drawn to that i don't know if it's like an energy thing or if it's an actual light but something yeah. because they know who to go to mm-hmm. and you know some people are beacons for it and you've got they sometimes they get bombarded and a lot of people that don't know they have the gift mm-hmm. get bombarded and don't know why yeah. and can't figure out what's going on well the the ghosts are just trying to talk to them because mm-hmm. they know they're a beacon mm-hmm. so trying to help somebody find out how to work around that i've sent several people to mark to talk about yeah. mm-hmm. that specifically because they get so they they get honestly terrified that things are happening around them and they can't see they uh, they might see a shadow but mm-hmm. they don't know who it is why is this happening to me i'm trying to sleep i'm trying to do <laughs> this um you know i need help what yeah. what do i need to do mm-hmm. and and they may help several they might even think I'm starting to go crazy. I'm hearing voices. I'm hearing, you know, mm-hmm. get, I'm having these emotions yeah. that I don't understand. And yeah. Yeah. We get that with. When I was little, when I was, I was little, say. I had my first panic attack when I was 10. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was dying. I was mm-hmm. 10 years old. Oh, my goodness. And thought I was dying. And um, it wasn't until just the last 15 years that I found out that I am sensitive. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I came to this late in the game. I've always been interested in ghost stories and things like that, but I've also had a very high anxiety level and cannot do crowds, cannot go in uh, buildings that are packed with Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And it just, I'm terrified. I have panic attacks very badly so finally found out that i was taking on everybody's energy okay yeah and didn't know it yeah so 
you know, you have to learn how to put a shield up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Especially not only. Yeah, when I'm sorry, you know, when you're sensitive to that, people and spirits attract to you. So, you know, there's, I don't know if you notice this, but like, this has happens to me. It's like these energy vampires come at you, right? So it's like, I'll be in the, I'll be in a store and there's nobody else in the store. And I'm looking at one thing and somebody has to come up and look at that exact same thing. And it's like, and then talk, and then yeah. talk to you. Yeah. 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 What? I constantly have people trying to engage me in, in, in conversations and tell me their and life story. So and I'm like, dude, I'm just in the line yes. at Dollar General trying to get my <laughs> chips, you know? Like, no, you've but, got, you've got some kind of beacon yourself mm-hmm. that's drawing those people to you yeah. because those are the people that you cannot get to shut up. Yeah. You, you learn what they had for dinner every day <laughs> for the last 30 days. Yeah. You know, you don't need to know this. Yeah. You don't need to know this. Yeah. You cannot get a word in sometimes to stop it mm-hmm. energy vampires they yes, do exist for yeah. sure for sure <laughs> and and you know the spirits too i think you know when when you're sensitive and not necessarily a psychic or a medium but you know people with sensitivities the spirits will come i had a spirit come into the house that was a young man who his girlfriend and him were murdered in a Burger King parking lot, not too far down, but like 20, 25 years ago, maybe longer than that. It was the eighties. So it was like 40 years ago. Oh my God. Right. I'm old, but, uh, (laughs) but you know, it's like, because he went up and down the corridor of, of my, the main street by my house and my friend who was you know had his abilities and was able to communicate with him knew that was a safe place for him you know to be able to come in and communicate like somebody has to hear my story because i you know i want to be remembered yeah which we get a lot in cemeteries you know Mm -hmm. cemeteries are a perfect place for that you know you go in and you're you're talking to people who's you know, maybe never been remembered or, you know, nobody's come to visit them. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible, especially, I don't know if you, you know, spent time in, in cemeteries, which you probably have, right? Because <laughs> we love this stuff. But um, yeah. the military section, for some reason, I get a ton of responses because I'm always like, thank you for your service. Appreciate what you did. Just here to communicate. And then all of a sudden it's like, the EVPs just start going and flowing. Mm-hmm. And that's, I like the, yeah. fascinating. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like the premise of your books is you can show people that like your one book, the stuff does happen. People do visit you after they pass mm-hmm. and the different signs, you know, like you said, cardinals or, you know, coins, coins and different things. And feathers are a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And by people reading your book, they can understand that these signs are coming from loved ones. It's just not like a random thing. Mm-hmm. And it can connect them. And I, I may sound corny, but connect in their heart. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And give you just a little comfort. Yeah. If nothing else, just mm-hmm. a little sign for comfort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, you're going to have, you're going to have skeptics all day long. You're going to have people going, oh, that was just a feather that fell and from the sky mm -hmm. that yeah. just lost. Mold. He's molting. <laughs> you know? it's right over your head at the exact time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's molting on my um, bedspread in yeah. the middle of yeah. January. Come on now. Why is this white yeah. feather here? <laughs> yeah. I had um, a friend of mine. She lost her daughter. Oh. And um, these strange things started showing up specifically when she needed them. She mm -hmm. would be having terrible days oh. and be just tearful and she would look around and think, well, I'm just going to clean out the closet. Yeah. I'm just going to clean it out and I'm going to get my mind busy and do that. And while she's cleaning out the closet, she would pull out a card that she had forgotten that her daughter had written. And oh. it was something like, cheer up, mom, the sun will come back out. Yeah. <gasps> wow. You know, and I mean, specific little messages mm -hmm. like that, yeah. that, were for her the best comfort in the world that's it that's it you and it's very it's all personal that's yeah. what i was just gonna say it's very personal mm -hmm. and you can't really i mean i've explained that to people too and they're like what i don't understand but you don't understand yourself and that's all that matters yeah that's right mm -hmm. that's right and you're not going to convince anybody yeah if they're not if they're not going to believe they're just not going to believe yeah. so why bother yeah you just mm -hmm. live your life and and know the signs that you're receiving are meant for you. Mm -hmm. That's exactly. It. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And and if any of our listeners want to um, read one of your books, get one of your books, where would buy they? all your buy books. them all. Yes. Um, <laughs> I am self-published on Amazon. Great. Central Great. Hill author. I can mm. provide you guys with the link. Okay. okay. For that. Yeah, we'll put it and, in the show notes. Um, yeah, 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 and number six and number seven, hopefully coming out this year. Awesome, That's great. So. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. We for really on. appreciate. This, I enjoyed. We this could so go much. on for like two more hours. <laughs> I know. I'm. I don't have anything to do. If you guys want to talk? I can talk. Yeah. So this has been wonderful. Yes. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. I know my schedule messed up a couple of times <laughs> when uh, I had I had you scheduled and my my schedule was just not working. So yeah. I'm just so glad. It I finally happened when it was meant to happen. It all, it all yeah. comes out at the end. Yeah, for sure. But so we really, really appreciate you sharing all your stories and your mm -hmm. investigations and some of your personal um, experiences with our listeners because they really enjoy hearing, you know, the firsthand accounts of um, people's paranormal experiences. So thank you so much. Thank yes. you so much. If anybody has any story that they would like for me to consider mm -hmm. in some of my future books, I would be more than happy to hear from them. You can find me on Facebook, Sin Trader Hill author. Elk Valley Paranormal is also on Facebook. Um, don't forget that third book, you can go to elkvalleyparanormal.com and actually listen to those yeah. EVPs in that third That's book. Crazy. Yeah. Um, if you have a story that you really want for me to read and consider for a particular book, send it to me at sendtraderhillauthor at gmail.com. Awesome. Wonderful. Yes, I hope they do because I, I just, like I said, I've checked out a few of your books and I really like them, but um, 
Yeah, and, and listener, thank you for tuning in this week. We really appreciate you. All the links will be in the show notes, and I definitely encourage you to click on those links to check out Sin's um, Facebook page and everything because I think you really enjoy it. And thank you for listening. And like I said, at the beginning of the show, we do have our Patreon page up now. So if you would like to contribute to the show, there's different levels that you can contribute. And if you don't want to contribute monetarily, just share the show. Share the tell show. all your friends. Walk down the street. Tell everybody. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you next week. And thank you, Sin, for coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Goodbye. <laughs>